0: I put my trust in you, and I'm trusting, I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in love I put my trust in you, and when i trust in I love I put my trust in you, I put my trust in love Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller And
1: I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies
0: we are a dating and sex device podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations and we turn them into sexy, sticky situations.
1: Simply put, we find questions either on social media or through our incredible listeners, and we answer them for you. I can still hear that cat. He purring. He's purring so loud,
0: and that's I'm, just what he's going to do. I'm not mad about it. How are you Me doing? Neither. I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as good as we can be.
1: Yeah, it's just bad news after bad news, I guess, aside from Biden, which, hey, hell yeah, good job, America.
0: I mean, we'll celebrate that once we're we're yeah. actually there. Um, but on, on positive news, I got to see your face this week.
1: It's true, it's true. It was a little bit distant, it was in a park, but we managed to enjoy the kind of weirdly warm November we're having, and fucking yeah, the, good. The
0: spring-type weather we're having in November.
1: Yeah, do you want to just jump, jump right in here?
0: Let's jump right into it.
1: Okay. Uh, I think we're going to start here. This is by throw away and walk away. I, male 27, think my girlfriend, female 24, might be psychic, and I don't know how to talk to her about it. My girlfriend and I have been together for almost seven years. She's always had a weird way of predicting things every now and then, but it's been happening more and more, getting more detailed, and starting to freak me out. For example, a few years ago, I was in the backyard, and she was standing in our back door talking to me. Couldn't hear her, so I just told her to come outside. She said she didn't have any shoes on and was going to step on a bee and get stung. She went outside without shoes plenty of times, so I used that to persuade her and reminded her how unlikely it was. So she stepped outside and stepped directly on a bee and got stung. kept telling me it wouldn't. She kept telling me what happened. I didn't think anything of it, except it was a weird coincidence. Another time, I woke up to the microwave timer instead of my alarm. Set my alarm for seven, and she sets one as well in case mine doesn't go off. We have never had both of our alarms not go off. We've never used the microwave as a third alarm. When she started waking up, I joked about being thankful she said it, since our alarms didn't go off, and she mumbled something about how she knew they wouldn't. Again, I thought it was a weird coincidence. But there's been other little times and things, like she told me to switch lanes and we avoided a car accident. When we were walking, she stepped dead in her tracks because she saw a four-leaf clover. I asked her how she saw it, and she said she just had a feeling it was there. Or when we used to play Battleship, practically every guess she made was a hit. We stopped playing because it wasn't fun anymore. Little things like that, until recently. We had a friend come back from Korea, and when we met him, he had a gift bag and says it's for us without opening it. My girlfriend says, "I've been needing new pencils. Thank you." My friends and I were both confused, and she and she said, "What's that's what's in the bag? Korean pencils with cute eraser tops and a super cool Harry Potter carrying case." We laughed it off but when we got home and opened it. That's exactly what he got us. I Have the feeling I'm gonna be accused of a troll, and for that, I've been on the fence about posting this, but it's getting to the point where she's starting to scare me. I don't think she means to scare people. I don't even think she knows she's doing it. Every time it happens, she just kind of shrugs her shoulders and says she had a feeling and moves on. I want to talk to her about how I feel, but I don't want to think I'm crazy as neither of us are really spiritual. I also don't want to feel her put on the spot or like I think there's something wrong with her. But at the same time, I feel like if this is somehow a thing, it's important for me as her spouse to know. Am I crazy for thinking there's more here than coincidences? Should I talk about it to her? And if so, how?
0: You need to set up the trap. You know what I mean? Like, you need to set up a... One of those times where it's like you have to, like, throw a knife at her when she's not looking.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Throw a sharp object at her when her back is turned. I like how we're starting this episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, like, set up... Maybe cut her brake lines in her Mm -hmm. car and don't tell her and see if she's like, Hmm, I'm going to walk to work today because I don't trust my car you need to do everything you can to kill this woman. Mm -hmm. It's, it's sort of like the witch. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, if we burn you and you burn to death, you're not a witch.
1: I have, I have things to say. One logic. I didn't think we were going to go. I actually didn't know how we'd answer this. And I appreciate that you went with the most logical safe route. Um, because you're right. Actions speak louder than words. She could tell you she's a psychic or you could make her prove it. Right. I like this. However, I'm thinking back. Remember the murder girlfriend who tried to push him off a cliff and tried to, Mm -hmm. like, make him swerve the car and kill him effectively? Well, she thought he was a psychic. (laughs) She was trying to prove it. She was like, damn, he didn't fall off the cliff. So he knew that much, but he didn't move out of the way. I gotta try pull the car, the steering wheel while he's in the car. Yeah, maybe that's it. Like she kept doing it, and like instead of stop, he didn't stop it, but he didn't die. So she's like, "Is he trying to pretend he doesn't know?" But he's able to like get out of it. Like maybe every time he's better,
0: he's more in control of his powers. Like he doesn't mention that he's psychic. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, in reality, what does it matter?
1: That's it. Like why does it fucking matter? And also. If you want to bring it up, it would be really easy. She'd be like, wow, it's crazy that you knew how there were pencils with, in a Harry Potter, like, fucking pencil case in there. And instead of her just being like, yeah, I kind of had a feeling, you could be like, well, that's a lot more fucking specific than a feeling.
0: Yeah, it'd be one thing to be like, oh, it's art supplies. Yeah. Because you're an artist and your friend usually gets
1: you art supplies.
0: Like, you know what I mean? Like, those are connecting dots. But you'd be like, oh, it's got cute pencil erasers and a Harry Potter case. Like, those are those are pretty fucking specific guesses
1: yeah so it surely it's got to be easy to bring it up or oh, also don't why does it, it matter
0: ride this fucking wave like i think it's one of those things where if you if you draw attention to it you yeah it's gonna it. go you away. i mean it's got to be off the cuff so next time you're at the fucking drugstore be like you know i'm gonna grab a scratch card babe why don't you pick it
1: yeah that's the thing like, her- ride this fucking or- wave nothing bad has happened so why do you ride- care
0: Well, she did get some bee, but that was because she, he tempted her to do something she knew she should. Exactly. So So technically she was protecting herself. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, The only bad things that happen tend to be when she doesn't follow her advice.
1: Yeah. Which maybe she won't want to, if you start accusing her of being some kind of Stephen King lead character.
0: Yeah. I would a hundred percent just like start playing the lottery Mm -hmm. and be like.
1: Get real but, into gambling.
0: But like, don't tell her. You know what I mean? Like, Don't be like, hey, I'm going to buy a lottery ticket because you're so lucky. Don't do that. That's oh, no. how you fucking kill the mojo. What you have to do is be like, go to the fucking convenience store, pick up your lottery ticket, call her and be like, hey, babe, I need five numbers. I need five numbers. And mm-hmm. then she'll tell you or however many numbers you need. And then write those numbers down and just do that every week. Or, yeah. you know, don't be that predictable because I think she's she seems like a smart cookie. She'll figure it out.
1: Yeah. But the thing is, she can see the future. She'll know what he's doing and she'll give him fake numbers. So she'll he'll back off because she needs her freedom. Mm. She can't be extorted like this. She doesn't want to just be a psychic piece of meat. That's the thing. She this good. You don't need to ask her because you've already asked her in her visions. And clearly she's steered away from the timeline where that happens. So she doesn't want to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I I mean, this is uh, like bewildering. If it's true, it's crazy and very intriguing. Yeah. But I don't a... know if you necessarily like I I don't think there's any heart like I don't know why this guy is so scared of like just talking about it yeah. or mentioning it. Like, what does he do when he happens? Like I imagine it's I just, like, just... just like, oh, it's just, you know, isn't that neat? And then she walks off and then it's just like he dramatic walked, music like, and stared at her while the camera zooms a...
1: in on his face. <laughs> exactly. That's a hundred percent it. You know he just like goes completely rigid, like standing plank and just wide eyed stares.
0: Yeah, just like a soft piano, like a couple notes on the piano as like a leaf blows by his face.
1: Yeah, uh, it just it doesn't matter. One, two, you can talk to her about it easily. Three,
0: it's it's it doesn't matter. Why are you yeah, just
1: weird about it?
0: At this point, just start trusting her gut instinct. If like, You know what I mean? Like you have the beneficial of this sort of, you know, guardian spirit looking over you.
1: She's Guardian Girlfriend ass- is definitely going to be a show over the next two years. Yeah. It's going to be this.
0: So don't worry about it. All right, hit me. Um, this comes from Yeah88. My boyfriend wants to stop having sex because of religion. Oh. We've been together for a year, and I know he's been trying to be better with his religion and learn more about it. I'm not religious at all, and honestly, I don't think I will be. The whole concept of Christianity specifically doesn't make sense to me, but teach their own. He doesn't want to have sex anymore until we get married, which we have talked about, but that wouldn't be for years. As I continue to think, I'm realizing I don't want to sacrifice what I want for years to satisfy something I don't even believe in. I don't want him sacrificing his religion to have sex, and that's not what he wants. I also don't think it helps that we have sex all the time. I'm just conflicted, ranting, looking for advice.
1: Um, well, you kind of seem to know what's going on. Like, you shouldn't have to do something you don't want to do but if he there's something he doesn't want to do then you guys might just be incompatible you
0: know yeah like it's it's a really i mean shitty situation sucks, to be yeah. like ah oh, damn we don't work out especially if you like the guy mm-hmm. but yeah it's like if if the pieces don't fit mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if you're putting together a puzzle and and all the pieces you're just kind of like cramming whatever one kind of like fits yeah. It's yeah, you might be able to finish the puzzle, but it's gonna be a jumbled goddamn mess.
1: Yeah, like eventually you guys will be on a double date with someone and you'll be talking or you'll tell them how your life is and they're gonna be looking at you the same way if you just super glued parts that do not work in the puzzle together and didn't do it at all. And we're like, Oh look, I finished this and someone look at it and be like, Yeah. Good, good job. <laughs> oh yeah. Like they're yeah, gonna be you, too you awkward sure to tell put you. Put them together. Yeah, they're going to be too awkward to tell you your relationship sucks, but it will. That'll be plain to see. Um, And the thing is, this person, maybe he's just flirting with the idea. And if you said yes, he'd be like, oh, okay," you know, so and if you say no, maybe he'll actually like give it proper thought and be able to lend the weight he needs to know whether it's worth breaking up the relationship or not. So you need to be honest, because if you're like, hey, I'm not down with that, then maybe he will be like, "Okay." My religion is too important, or maybe he'll be like, "Yeah, you're right. I'm not either," because if you haven't answered him yet, he doesn't have to think about it that seriously. Because for all he knows, you might be down.
0: Yeah, it's it's in, incredibly important. It, it's a why I don't like you know things like you know whether you do want to get married or whether you do want to have kids. It's like, well, it's not something you should really discuss like right off the bat, especially not in like the courting phase, but like it should be something sort of broached at some point towards the beginning of a relationship. Cause like if someone absolutely doesn't want kids and someone absolutely does might not be the best fit, but at the same time you can also sort of like, you know, put both cases down and make compromises, find a middle ground, find what does work, what doesn't work. There are tons of things you can do when, you know, you guys want different things and the sort of like, Worst case scenario is you guys don't match and you break up.
1: Yeah, breaking up sucks, but it is so much prefer so much better than wasting years of your life and getting miserable. And, you know, I, I, it sucks that we don't fit together right now, but parting gracefully is going to be so much better than, oh, we've grown to hate each other and waste our time and hurt each other in the long run.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I know we had a big conversation about talking about how, you know, relationships that end poorly weren't a waste of time. But like in this situation, it kind of is because like, it's not that the relationship you're not getting out of this, anything out of this relationship at this point. You know what I mean? You're actively working against yourselves uh, consciously doing things that you don't want to do.
1: Yeah. There's a very big difference between like, Oh, my relationship ended badly, but I had a good time and I'm going to do a thing that's going to make me miserable now. And we will break up in a year or two that's yeah. then you're setting up those 2 years as a waste you know
0: yeah absolutely so yes I, what else talk to him be honest about how you feel about it encourage him to be honest with you about how much this means to him and mm-hmm. then be mature adults and and you know care about each other enough to sort of be like hey i wish you the best of luck this isn't going to work for me i'm going to be unhappy and Or I'm going to force you to do something that is going to make you be unhappy. So let's split ways. Best of luck.
1: Yeah. And no matter which way, well, actually not no matter which way, but if he's like, okay, yeah, let's keep having sex. Feel free to check in on him in like a month or two, because it's also possible he'll say the thing he doesn't believe in because he wants to save the relationship. You know, like you can mention it by encourage him to be honest, you know, check in afterwards and like. Kind of do your due diligence to make sure they're not just kind of trying to tick the boxes. You know, make sure they're happy.
0: Yeah, maybe it'll be useful. Get, like, a picture of Jesus above your bed. Just so you know that it's been sanctified by the Lord. (laughs) That's
1: how it works, right? As long as Jesus is watching, it's cool. But he's always watching, so everything's cool. Even murder. This is by Under Midnight Sun. For the first time, I see what marriage problems are, and I, 29-year-old female, am terrified for me and my husband, 35-year-old male. My husband used to kiss me every single morning when I was half asleep as he was leaving for work. One time he joked if he ever stopped kissing me, lol, I would know he doesn't love me anymore. Well, he stopped kissing me. I'm beside myself. He says it's just because of quarantine and he doesn't leave the house anymore, that he still loves me, of course. I know he does, but I can't let it go. The more I hold on to little things like these, the more I drive myself mad. I suppose I'm looking for advice from seasoned couples, people who know how to respect their partner and be good to each other for the long haul. We just got married in August. It was wonderful. It really was. I'm so, so happy to be married to him. Whenever I think about it, I picture him in the car crying and smiling on the way to the wedding. We've been together five years, all generally good. Not without occasional disagreements, but honestly, so easy resolved. We spoke kindly to each other always. He is a quiet, lumberjack kind of man who is hardworking and honest and even keeled. How is this even possible, what we've been going through? I'm in that trap now. I get it. Why they say marriage is hard, work, not easy. Before I thought, why do people get divorced outside abuse, cheating, assholery? Now I get it. Your interactions are different every moment. I nag about everything. I cannot help myself. I try. I try. One day I'll tell myself, go one whole week without saying a thing. I'll only get two days in. For example, he hates dishes. Will not do them. Okay, I think. I can sacrifice that. I love this man enough that I will do the dishes for the rest of my life. I really will. But then he stopped thanking me for doing them. And he stopped hugging me from behind when I was doing them. So I get annoyed. And then he kicks his shoes off in the middle of the room. And I nag. And he withdraws. And he's quiet. And I'm crying. And I want to talk. But he won't. And my anger grows. He stops wanting to have sex. And oh god, it hurts me. I can't figure out what to do. This is not every day. This is a particularly bad month. The stress of building a house slash quarantine slash the vicious circle of my nagging, wanting him to die, thus he stops being affectionate. The lack of affection is driving me to nag and cry and be a total claim. I am literally terrified. How do I stop this? Edit. I guess I should clarify. This is not about the division of chores. I'm chill with that. He is kind of messy. However, he does his part. I will always say that. He takes the trash out before I even notice it, does my laundry, warms up my car in the morning, shovels so much snow, and helps in the garden, etc. He is also building our house right now with his own hands, all capitals, on top of a full time job that is more significant in salary to mine. I'm on him about everything his mood, his tone, the dogs, how he's building this wonderful house. Lord help me, I regret this one. And yes, the dishes. The further the gulf between us, the more I chase with criticism, and he retreats, and I follow with anger. I suppose I should just zip it and smile and get my own hobbies and let him rebuild himself. That's the question of if I care for him and affectionate, yes, I care deeply. Try to show it. For example, he wants his back and head scratched every night, and I do it, despite the lack of reciprocation. That's the end of it, huh? That's... I don't know, man. I was on a
0: wave where I'd be like, oh, I think I figured it out. And then she'd say something else. And I'd be like, well, I don't don't think I got a grasp on this one. And then something else would come up and be like, oh, okay, I think I know with." uh nope, nope, nope. There's something new here. Um I think this is a like a severe case of cabin fever. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what I'm getting from this, is that she I don't know what she does. I don't know if she's working, I don't know but like it seems like she's actually going insane. Like it seems like she's going mad.
1: There's and a I lot of a lot like, of that better batch vibes from this. Like, yeah, the, it just rambles, you know.
0: That's the thing is, like, I, I think there's such a non issue that she's desperate. Like, this is like she needs something to happen. And she's making up things to to sort of like add substance to what's happening.
1: Yeah. Like what I like, she keeps raising things like, oh, he, he stopped kissing me. But then it's like, they've talked about it. And he said that he still loves her. And it's just like quarantine. Like he's getting up. He's not leaving the house. Like He's going to the next room. Like he's explaining why the routine is breaking and also reassuring her. So it's like, why is she bringing it on? Like, why is she bringing it up? Why is it still an issue? Like you've talked about it. He's reassured you. And his his reasons kind of make sense. And it's like, I can't let it go. And I hold onto it and go mad. And then he, she like blows up about the dishes. But then down below, he does everything. So it's like, why is why is that an issue? Like, do you hug him from behind every time he takes the garbage out? Do you thank him and kiss him every single time he does something? Because it sounds like you're doing the complete opposite. It sounds like you willfully know that you're being cruel to this person for no reason.
0: I mean, and that's, and that's the thing. It's like, that's what makes me think that this is sort of a a mental illness of some sort and not like either depression or anxiety or something, because like, it's one of those things where like, she's fully aware of what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't seem to have any control over her doing it, mm-hmm. which is a, a pretty common thing in, in she seems you to know, think mental she illness, where no it's like, over especially things like, yeah, like anxiety and depression. It's like nine times out of 10, people are like, Oh, if I just get out of bed and have a shower, I'll be much better off than,
1: if I will, but just can't. Mm -hmm. So one thing I think is that she is like, I think you're, you're right. in that it's like a mental thing, but I think part of it is that she has this weird hang up on the fact that they are now married, right? It's like, it's been since fucking August for things to take that quick of a downturn. It's, it's just because like, she's putting so much more weight on things because they're married. Like realistically, nothing should have fucking changed if you're in a healthy relationship, you're in a healthy relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think she's letting that label like dictate and like add all this weight and meaning. And she's already freaking out about divorce, even though it's been a few months, like, and I'm sure the coronavirus and the general climate is playing a part in this. You know what I mean? Like there's no way that she's not like being affected by that. And that's fine, but you need to realize, you need to look at that. You need to look at what you're doing. And like, maybe talk to your husband and be like, I don't know why I'm nagging you all the time. I don't know why I'm freaking out about these things. Because if he like thinks either that, like if you told him that you're doing it and you don't know why you're doing it, that's going to kind of, I hope, like make him feel a little better about everything. Because right now you're just shitting on him for no reason. And like, he probably feels like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. Especially if this guy's like working a full-time job and then in his spare time building a
1: fucking house. With his bare hands, yeah. <laughs> like, um, he warms I up your that, car in the morning. Like, I don't the- know. There, there just seems to be
0: like he doesn't really seem to have changed a whole lot, other than like small things. That yeah, you know not I mean. Like any rational person will realize that like the little things that you do at the start of a relationship, especially mm-hmm. even, like after you get married, those like extra little things, they're gonna like kind of fade away. And it might sound sad. It might sound, you know, not as romantic, but like, yeah, chances are this guy is not going to give you a hug from behind every time you wash the dishes like they do in the movies. Sorry, Hmm. that's that's just a reality. Your lives are going to change and the way you guys behave together, you're going to get more comfortable in just being as opposed to like desperately requiring displays of affection to affirm. Like if you can't just like, sit in your relationship and know that he loves you without, you know, little forehead kisses or little back hugs and stuff like that, then you guys are in a bad place.
1: Yeah. And like, honestly, how the fuck would he even have time to hug you from behind while you do the dishes on top of building a house with his bare hands while also working a full-time job? Like, it's true. Like, when are you washing the dishes? It doesn't matter. Cause his hands are always filled with lumber. Probably. He is a lumberjack type. You just need to call, like, just take a breath and like, uh, you know, if it is a cabin fever thing, like Dame was saying, or it's just like you're putting way too much weight on, on marriage, or it's just the whole coronavirus thing getting all up on top of you. These, these are all valid. But you need to be able to deal with them and not dump it all on your partner. Because guess what? That is a surefire way to get divorced. If you use your partner as a punching bag because you're upset, that's fucked. Yeah, so, I, I think
0: I think what you said, like, you definitely need to like let this guy know and be like, mm-hmm. I'm aware of what I'm doing. I hate that I'm doing it. I'm trying to figure it out.
1: Yes, that's <laughs> like, like that would it's not would solving be the, the problem, to but it's gonna definitely fucking help. And then if you start doing it, he can be like, "Hey, heads up, you're doing it again," which I'm sure in the moment you will hate, but. It will start the conversation and he won't just withdraw and he won't just be like, well, I'm being assaulted again for no reason, you know, verbally or, or otherwise. Like, you really need to start the healing process by letting him in and by really looking at it and not just like throwing blame away. You know, what I mean, like, oh, I just keep doing it like you are in charge of yourself, you know, and you need to remember that and not just be like act like it's some external force. Um, yeah, but
0: I mean, like, there is there is a degree of, of like, you know, lack of control that people have, as we mentioned with like mental illness. So like, no, I know. But this seems also like knows cases where like she doesn't have like she doesn't get to make the call because she's like set herself boundaries being like, I'm going to go a week without nagging, which is a crazy thing to say to begin with. Mm-hmm. But like and then immediately do it it seems like whatever part of her that has control over these actions. So like, I think she desperately needs uh, like professional help. Like she needs a a, a medical professional to sort of help her work through whatever it is she's working through.
1: I do think like couples counseling is definitely, or even just singular counseling is definitely not going to be a bad thing in this situation. Um, But I also know that a lot of times people will very quickly go to like it's not my fault, external force, even if they're not necessarily suffering from like a mental illness, at which point it is, you know, that degree. And I think just even if you keep that in mind, even if you still can't change it, once you don't reach the point of like, well, nothing to do with me, then yeah. you're going to be doing slightly better than before. You know what I mean? Um, but I think, yeah, all the stuff we've said, just like try and c- come up with some kind of like either separation if, if you're stuck at home together, like maybe you're both working from home, I I would imagine like a lot of people are doing and it's quite hard, then you're probably going to need some time apart because you're going to spend all the time together while also maybe feeling like you don't spend any time together because there's a difference between proximity and the actual, like, you know, significant, like good time together, right? Quality time. Um. So maybe a little bit of separation and then some parts of actual quality time, like turn the phones off, have like... An actual like date night, watch a movie, cook for each other, you know, like try and introduce part like moments of of alone time with moments of actual quality time. And I think that'll hopefully help even out this shit. Definitely let your husband in on what you've been going through. Even if you can't immediately fix it, that will be a step because even if you're still being shitty, he will at least know that you don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. It'll It'll be a little balm on his wounds at the very least. A
0: part of me wonders if it's guilt of like, like she keeps talking about like division of chores and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. I wonder if like, it actually is like a subconscious realization that like maybe she's not pulling her own weight. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Thing. If He's like, Sounds like if he's, he's doing all these chores and he's building a house and he's working. It's like, mm-hmm. maybe she's starting to feel inadequate and a very common thing that people do when they feel inadequate is try to like, Put other tear down. down the other, pre- mm-hmm. the, the people around them that are making them feel inadequate.
1: Yeah. Or to project onto them. Right.
0: Yeah. So I would, I would definitely like, like I said, I th- I think this woman needs to talk to someone who is, you know, certified to, to help in these situations because it a hundred percent sounds like there are, there are layers mm-hmm. of
1: of things that are happening here oh, that dang. need to be addressed. Oh dang. You want to talk about layers? Yes. So I think we're both pretty steadily on the husband's side so far, right? hmm I think even she's on the husband's side, really, to a certain degree. Uh-huh. So I looked in their previous post history. Or her previous post history. Uh-huh. Six months ago. Am I the asshole for putting my foot down because my husband keeps abandoning me in the forest? <laughs> now, Dane, the post has been removed. And I cannot find it anywhere, and I'm dying because I need to know what is happening in this forest. I mean, he is a
0: lumberjack type, yeah, and it was uh... maybe he's not making a house for them.
1: Maybe True. he's making a house for him. And <laughs> uh, um, it's so annoying because it's literally the only reason it was deleted was because it was too like it it broke their three thousand character limit. And all I want to do is find out what happened to this forest. So maybe the husband's not so innocent as we think. Maybe, maybe they weren't hugs from behind. Maybe he was like trying to like choke her.
0: Yeah. Maybe they were bear hugs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man.
0: See, this is, this is a tough thing about qu- answering question is like, we're getting a very, very thin slice of the cake. Yeah. I would also love to know. It's like, is it, is he actually abandoning her? Because, I mean, last time it was like, he doesn't do the dishes, but actually he does everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, it might be like, oh, we go out for hikes
1: and I fucking wander off. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to leave the woods, but then he drives away at the end of the day like an asshole. Yeah, I don't know. D- this
0: is bad. Yeah. But please go get help because you need it to deal with something. I'm not sure what specifically, <laughs> but it's something is causing trouble for you and you need to sort it out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do two very quick rapid fire. Cause I saw like, like five or six variations of the same, these same two questions. Mm-hmm. They're not really connected together. Um, but I saw these two questions like repeated over and over and over again when I was looking for questions today. And I want to just like we've talked about them before. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. But I do want to just answer them because it seems to be on everyone's mind. So one is from Reddit user Becca Nader, um, But again, like I saw it multiple times and it's building ten- sexual tension uh, during the day any ideas for talking about sex slash building sexual tension while away from your partner to get them fired up for later? It isn't natural for me, but I know my boyfriend really ne- needs it to build up his sex drive. And then the other question is, um, and this comes from Reddit uh, Cree tact. Does sex drive usually go down after living together? Uh, we used to do it all the time, but we'd both get quite, Oh, we used to do it all the time, and we both get quite horny often. But lately, I'm barely into it, and he's never horny. We've been together over three years and started living together in August. It is normal for a sex drive to go down that much from living together. And is there a way to get it back up a little?
1: Uh, is it normal? Yes. We've talked about this before. I'm pretty sure everyone in the world knows that, like, relationships in general, like your sex drive does decline. Yes. No yeah. matter, like, I I don't think there's any relationship where that doesn't happen at some point. You know what I mean? Um, and that's fine. It's also like. The first time you see them and you get nervous and you're like, shit, I hope I don't say the wrong thing. That also goes away. You get used to each other. You get comfortable. It's like that's not necessarily a bad thing. But, yes, it does happen. Uh, ways to get rid of that, I guess, are, you know, you can talk about it. You can yes. try new yep. things. You can spice it up, like, you know, adding a little spice and just like making sure there aren't external things that are, you know, fucking it up. Because it's like I know. If I'm working a full-time job and building a house with my bare hands, by the time I get home, I barely have the energy to hug you from behind when you're doing the dishes, let alone fucking rail you.
0: Especially when you're nagging me about putting my shoes in the middle of the floor. Yeah, and
1: I forgot you in the forest.
0: (laughs) Maybe that's what she's nagging him about. Yeah. Oh, this bullshit again. Really, Janet? I left you in the woods one time and I have to hear about it
1: forever? What if, like, he's literally building them a house and until the house is built they are living in the forest and that's what she's nagging about like oh just woke up in the forest again and he's like honey honey i'm sorry i'm trying to build the house she's like okay yeah no it's cool just leave me abandon me in the forest here it's like i'm trying to build the house as quick as i can i've got my jungle laptop here i'm trying to do my work try to build this house um another thing to do for the for the sex
0: drive and and with it going down is like Nelson said, talk to your partner about it. So you're both aware of it on the same page and not neither like there's a, a risk of one person wanting to have sex more and the other person like not really wanting to. And both of you guys pretending like it's OK, that mm-hmm. that tends to be troublesome. Um So both getting on the same page, if both of you are just like, yeah, no, we're we're all right. Like, that's fine. Like, if you guys are both satisfied and happy with the current amount of sex that you're having, it doesn't matter. If you if you guys both want to have more sex, then you have to start figuring out ways to do it. And the first way to do it is the answer to every fucking question is talk about it Mm -hmm. and come up with a plan, whether it's designating like Thursday night as fuck night. If that's what you need to do to maintain a a sex life that makes you guys comfortable, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about what it might seem like to outside forces. If you guys find a system that works and it keeps you both satisfied and you're both happy with it. Who fucking cares? It I might will be the say, least.
1: I've never heard of anyone scheduling sex to have enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> yeah? I mean like I do know I know two couples. Um granted they've been married forever and they both have multiple kids. Mm-hmm. How many houses um, did
1: he make her with his bare hands?
0: I I don't think he stops. I think as soon as he's done one he starts on the other. Shit, okay. Right? Yeah. Um but yeah, no, like I know I know married couples and like especially parents um they they get a babysitter like every Wednesday and it's, and Wednesday's fuck night. And like, that is like the, the light in the middle of their week of being like, they look forward to it. And that's, that's a really great thing. Like, and I think one of them has been married for like 12 years. So appreciate that. You know what I mean? So it's like schedule sex,
1: everyone from now on never not schedule it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, like if it works, it works. I know. I don't think I would be crazy about scheduled sex. Mm hmm.
1: But then again, I feel like if you had a kid, you probably would have to, you know. Yeah, I mean, thinking about kidless lifestyle. Yeah, we're thinking about our sweet, you know, bachelor
0: lifestyle or like you know, entanglement-free lifestyle. Um, And now the other (laughs) both of those
1: things sound like we're single, and neither of that is true.
0: (laughs) You don't know. Oh, yeah, no, we're we're both not single. (laughs) Um, And the other one is building sexual tension during the day, and I'm pretty sure
1: faces all day yeah like everything you say wink emoji yeah no matter some, what yeah like you, you said especially like if you're a if you're a, a man under under the age of 30 and maybe a woman too i don't know i'm just having been a man you said the winky face after something even if it's in no way sexy i'll find the sexy in it somewhere yeah like I, I i see what you're saying i know what you're yeah. putting down i'm picking up what you're putting down i
0: i have no idea what you're putting down now, now we're picking it up. diesel. Mm. Um, my my big thing is gifts,
1: like yeah. you know, like Zach Efron kind of doing side eye. Just send it. Um, what I would uh warn against is
0: don't send nudes. No, send send clothed, you know, teasing photos. That's fine. Maybe you're like maybe your butt's looking great in the jeans, but don't send, you know, naked pictures because like.
1: You never That's, know where they are. They could be at work with their boss right over their shoulder. They could be, you know, abandoning someone in the woods. And if they see that they're getting a nude off some other girl, then they'll know they're about to be banned in the woods. And then there's a struggle. Uh, <laughs> it's not even about like people seeing it. Well, it's more no, it's about for also me. Also like about that. <laughs> Let's uh, be fair. For,
0: for me mentally, like I would rather see like what you're wearing currently and think about taking it off than a picture of you already out of it.
1: You know what I mean? Well, it's like being clothed or suggestive has this kind of like teasing, hinting quality. It's like when you're naked, it's you've almost gone too far. But I, I don't disagree. I or I do kind of disagree. I'm, I'm down with nudes. It's all good. But like, I think a good one is just to be like, I can't wait. You can be vague or you can be specific, but just be like, I can't wait to do X when you get here. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like I or like I'm going to jump you the second you walk through the door. I hope you're ready. You know, or like when you walk through the door, I'm going to be on my knees. You know, also, so anything like that, and like that's something you can build up to and, and wait for. Talk to your partner about whether or not those things work, yeah. because
0: I also know people who get very anxious about that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and it throws
1: them off their game or get too <laughs> horny, and then by the time they get there, they will just explode. Yeah so like i know i know people who
0: um specifically hate sort of like the this is what i'm gonna do to you or like this is gonna happen because Mm. like they they're then at that point like on edge of being like well hopefully i can get hard when you're just like right off the bat coming in the door and that like spooks them um so talk to your partner about like whether or not these things work mm-hmm. because also, nothing would suck more than you tr- you doing these things, them feeling anxious about it and you being like, it's not working. They're not interested in me. It's like, no, it's just the tactic needs to change.
1: Also, I think this person in particular needs to talk to their partner because they're saying they need to be hyped up, like sexually, I guess, over the course of a day, which to me doesn't sound very realistic. I don't think I've ever met anyone that needs to be hyped up slowly over a day to get turned on enough to fuck at night. Um, and on top of that, they don't seem to know how to do it. So it sounds like they've never really fully talked about it. So one talk to them because they seem to have particular needs. And if you're getting it wrong, maybe just slow it down. Maybe you're the kind of person that does want to jump on them the second they're through the door and they do need more time in terms of like foreplay or like patience in the moment than this like text conversation all day, you know, like make sure you know your partner's needs because this person has particular needs, which is the sound of it then you need to know those and and it's not bad to ask like it's in fact quite good to ask Mm -hmm. you know because it it sounds like this is a particular case so find the particulars right we could fucking him and haw all day but if they need something specific you need to be the one to ask for that yeah there's no harm in being like
0: hey like when you're at work what what would get you going you know what i mean or even just like what if I were to do something sexy during the day, what what would you want it to be? Like, I know it's not the most like alluring question, but knowing that the mark (laughs) exactly knowing that then sort of opens up you uh, a world of potential to be alluring. So don't worry about like being embarrassed about
1: asking specific questions like that. I'm going to, I'm going to do two more just to ruin your day. Okay. One is hopefully quick. That's from seduction. Reddit. Are you ready? Oh God. This is from Audric S13. What if after first few conversation with a girl or boy, you classified them in order to avoid confusion for either of you? Classify. It seems too formal and inhuman. Let me use categories or sort, even though <laughs> they're not that much better. I personally have been confused many times in a relation or confused the other person because I couldn't decide whether I was looking for a relation, friendship or sex. I was changing my behavior towards girls and act like a friend when I wanted a relationship, or else, and I ended up in a friend zone or ghosted. This is why I thought of categorizing girls after a few conversations. Know whether I'm coming for a relationship, friendship, or sex, and act alike. It will save me time and unwanted drama. Anyone who's got something to add on this is welcome. Thanks.
0: Now, is he saying, like, during a conversation, he's like, okay, you're sex.
1: I can only assume that is exactly what he's saying.
0: It's like, all right, great. This was a great third conversation. You are now sex. uh oh. You, Ugo, over there. Uh,
1: you are going to be in <laughs> friend. friendship, I guess. <laughs> um, I and can let me only... tell you right now, you're on thin ice. <laughs> there's, there's two options. There's that, or he has decided in a groundbreaking discovery to make his mind up. I guess, like, how about after I talk to someone a few times, I decide what I want?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, Like, other than you having a spreadsheet of all the women you've ever talked to, I guess, three times or whatever his metric is, you then have a, like, you know, three check boxes, three columns, and you check which one they're in. It's like, but yes, we all do this. You have to make up
1: your mind about life in general.
0: Like everyone does this with everyone you talk to mm-hmm. where it's like you recognize, oh, I'd want to have sex with that
1: person. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, this guy is a good friend or like this person's a fucking <laughs> asshole.
0: Yeah, it's hey, like I can't just, stand this person. That's just how human beings and our mind works. Unfortunately, you seem to need an extra step of coming up with the wild idea of like make Yeah. I, I, oh, man. This is. <laughs> this is why people have such a hard time dating Mm -hmm.
1: because people think it's revolutionary (laughs) to decide where you want to like have what, what kind of relationship you want to have with them. Yeah.
0: Or just like, or just that they think that like feelings are, are categorical. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, like as if, you couldn't meet someone who is a friend that you slowly become more attracted to and want a relationship or, or want to
1: have sex with Mm -hmm. or vice, versa. find someone you have sex with and realize they're cool. And you want to just be friends or get rejected and get over it. So it's like, it's very strange that,
0: that this is his, his mentality of the world, but it also isn't surprising that there are men out there who think that women should be, subjugated to their own category and like Mm -hmm. that's their slot in the world it's like i promise you chances are none of these women want to be any three of
1: those things with you (laughs) um you don't get an opinion you're sex
0: yeah it's you shut your mouth sex
1: (laughs) quiet sex friend is talking (laughs) whoa, whoa, whoa. shut up both of you relationships coming in high relationship uh are you ready for this yeah I this guess. one's pretty spicy it's by Tare mads oh, and i don't know if yeah I, i'll read the title i guess i tried to kiss my social studies teacher today <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm so humiliated my mom says teachers are trained to deal with this stuff and i have to go back can i talk her out of making me go back i guess i should say i'm 16 he's probably 30 ish or so I have the most screwed up year ever. My parents are going through a divorce. My dad is fighting for custody, even though I hate him. He pays no attention to me and is already living with a woman that's 10 years older than him and she's a bitch to me. I had to spend the weekend with my dad and spent the whole drive to school this morning with him screaming at me and not paying attention to driving because Sandy was tired of me being disrespectful. Can we just point out how... Fucking
0: Sandy. How much yeah. of a
1: dick move this is. He calling Sandy by her first name, even though like it's on the internet and she'll probably never see I hate you, Sandy. Fuck you. Um, I've already been acting out with boys because I'm so fucking lonely, and I feel like my life is shattering to pieces. My social studies teacher is a really great guy. Pretty cool. They listen to Black Sabbath and Guns of Roses like me. He was also a pro snowboarder in college. Oh, uh, I might try to kiss this social studies teacher. <laughs> yeah, no wonder. He pulled me aside after class, asked if everything was okay because I failed the quiz this morning. I said I was having a hard time. He said his parents got divorced too at my age, and he still has a hard time with us. So there's nothing to be ashamed of. I don't know. We talked for a while, and he sort of put his arm on my shoulder, and I totally, totally thought he was hitting on me, so I reached up and tried to kiss him. He backed, away. he backed way away and said no, no, that he was sorry that I had to leave, and he didn't mean anything that would lead him to want to kiss me. I was so ashamed, I started crying and walked fast out of the room. Felt awful for the rest of the day and ditched at lunch and don't think I can ever go back. My mom is awesome. I can tell her everything. She said stuff like this happens way more commonly than people think, and he's trained to deal with me tomorrow. She said she wants me to go to the counselor in the morning and make sure the school knows so he doesn't get in trouble. I don't think I can ever go back. I'm so ashamed. How do I talk her out of making me go back?
0: Man, I don't know if talking about the counselor is a good idea. Like the the whole like telling the school that this happened is probably going to end poorly for this guy.
1: Yeah, that that's one thing I would be worried about. It also might be in like, I don't know. I don't I don't know the exact rules, but it's like if he didn't say anything about it to like save her or like to just kind of brush the incident away and then they found out would he get in trouble or like vice versa, if no one says anything about it and it comes out later, is he gonna get in trouble? You
0: yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cause like I don't know, it's 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 a tough tough situation but i mean like hopefully if you're like hey i tried to kiss him and he you know fucking jumped through the fucking wall um hopefully they will believe him and he doesn't end up like under investigation or people are just gonna be like hey cut your ties man sorry but we can't have this out you go yeah um i get it like you seem to desperately need a male role model or like a, a father figure or Just you know what I mean, like, a, right? yeah, like a, like a solid male presence because your dad doesn't seem to be cutting it for whatever reason. Um Mostly that bitch, Sandy. Yeah, um, so I get it. This guy, like you connect with him on, you know, things like music tastes and presumably he's probably a younger dude.
1: Um You know what I love is like, she's like, he's probably 30 ish or so. And that's such a young person like thing and I love it because like he's probably in his twenties or he's probably in his forties. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, that's just a, I don't know. He's 30. He's old, like whatever. So like, and, and your mom is right.
0: Teachers are trained to deal with this. And I'm sure this isn't the first time a female or male student has been inappropriate with him. Oh God. He sounds so sexy. Yeah. Presumably he's also probably a pretty good looking dude. Mm -hmm. I'm just picking up good looking vibes
1: from him. So Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm sure. You and it sounds and, like he's nice. That's a nice yeah. thing to do to actually give a shit about your students that way.
0: I think I think what you should do is talk to him after class again and apologize. Let him know that what you did was inappropriate and that you do feel bad about it and mm-hmm. but like that you do appreciate him him being like, you know, caring about you and 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 showing concern for you because I think nothing would suck more than this guy being like i can't ever do that again yeah
1: like i fucked up i think there's like he's never going to be like you didn't upset him or hurt him like again unless he's worried about his career which is i guess possible but like if you're like hey i misread the situation you know oops uh he's not gonna be like yeah you asshole yeah you suck like you haven't done anything bad he's gonna be like oh it's it's cool like we've all been young you know what i mean like it it's hard and you're dealing with a lot of shit. He's going to be able to to look past that. And then if you're just like, look, I really appreciate what you did for me, though. Thank you. You guys are going to be able to move past this. You know, it's great that you have a mom who is awesome, who you can talk to, who knows about this as well. She can hopefully back you up uh, between the three of you. Hopefully you can make sure that nobody gets in trouble for this. And, you know, but like not going to school isn't the way to do it. You know what I mean? Like I was almost going to joke and be like, you got to just pack your bags and fuck off to the next county because that's, you can't come back from this. But like, it's really not that embarrassing. You know, no one's going to know apart from him, your mom and you. And on top of that, it's like, you need to go to school, right? Like it's important, especially if things are shitty. You know what I mean? Like if you do well in school and you get out, the sooner you'll be able to fuck off away from Sandy and your asshole dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also it's, it's good to know, like, I think something that would really benefit you is knowing that there are men out there who can be compassionate and care mm-hmm. about you and not want anything in return.
1: Yes. Not kindness isn't sexual interest.
0: Um, um, because I, I feel like, cause she says she's acting out with boys, which I presume means, you know, either sexual contact or, mm-hmm. you know, making out or whatever. Um, so I think, I think that's, I think that's a really good lesson for you to learn. It's like, you can, there are men out there and, and you should expect men to not want anything in return for compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that I think is like a really, really nice thing to have, especially in a, in a mentor mm-hmm. position. Um, so it's like, as, as sad as this question is, and as, even though I did laugh, cause I thought it was going to be a much,
1: no, it, it definitely a much hard. sillier question. And even in a sense, it's not, like, there are positives, like, this guy sounds really nice, her mom sounds really cool, obviously it's a mortifying situation, like, I think, you know, there's a part of you, like, the high school part of you could imagine something like this happening, and just your world dying, just being like, oh god, Um, you know, like, and I, you know, uh, and we get it, you know, that sucks, and it's gonna be tough as hell to go in, uh, but you can't just not go to school, because, you know, that would suck and and also just like you know you you understand that you're acting out and you're you're doing stuff like don't do things that are negative like hurting yourself is never going to you know show your dad or whatever you're just going to hurt yourself more and it's going to be harder to deal with your dad and the divorce and everything like i get it but like just try to take care of yourself
0: yeah take this time to invest in yourself it's i mean i had a very very uh, easy upbringing in terms of of dealing with stuff like my parents were together and, and blah 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 but like I desperately wanted to get out of my hometown I was very very unhappy there and what I did was I focused on I put all of my energy and effort into leaving my hometown as fast as possible weren't you
1: like the youngest teen to ever graduate I mean no not ever I'm pretty but- sure there was a whole show about it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like just try try to take care of yourself you know there's nothing wrong with with hugging up with boys you know but there is something wrong with doing it for the wrong reason and doing it with the wrong people you know yeah um like if you know if going home sucks that much join a club like join an after school like karate club or like a chess club or a rock climbing club or something because one you'll be doing positive shit two you'll make friends three you won't be home. You know what I mean? You'll have an extra hour or two at school. Like these I are, don't, I don't days.
0: think any of those exist anymore.
1: Well, right now. Yeah. Fucking COVID, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah.
0: Take it easy. You'll, you'll survive. I know you're a high school and a teenager going through tough things and everything feels like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you will survive. Reflect on this. I think you're going to look back at this when you're mm-hmm. 20 and be like, man, Mr. Snowboard. School's <laughs> hell. Like hopefully this is a good, a a turning moment where you can sort of like really hold like other men to his standard uh, and expect sort of that same level of respect.
1: Yeah. Fucking Chad Slopey was the best social studies teacher I ever had. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be like the positives are one, the more embarrassing situations you, you manage to make it through and survive. Think, Things are going to be less embarrassing in future 2 You're going to have a really funny story to look back on. That's that's fucking classic gold. That's currency when you get to university or, you know, work later on in life. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, all right. Yeah. We got to end this boy.
1: Fuck you, Sandy.
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck Sandy. I really don't know what time we're at. Mm-hmm. Do so you want to maybe, maybe one or two Tinder? Sure. So at the end of every episode, um, Niall has been bringing in a, a collection of online dating profiles, and we we've rated. We used to look for red flags, but now I think we're just critiquing them as a whole.
1: Yeah, well, we're we're pointing out the red flags really by critiquing them, and in not pointing out red flags, we're saying that they're good. Yes, <laughs> uh, this is Blue, competitive PC gamer, astrophotography noob. Elderly dog mom, Baby Weeb. Simps only. I have a thing for edgy alt girls who cosplay. Oh, and totally down for friends too. <laughs> I assume simps are... I assume that's a... A joke. Why would it be? They want people to simp after them. <laughs> I guess. But that would... Therein, make her pussy mediocre. I think people who claim people simp after them, mean they're obsessed with them, and don't actually think about the, the deep meaning, you know? Yeah. Or maybe she's that's just it. admitting it in her thing, like, hey, it's it's a mediocre vagina, which I don't know what that would be. You know what I mean? Like, what would be a mediocre vagina? Like, what vagina yeah. would I look at and be like, meh, I can't yeah. imagine it. Maybe one yeah. that's horrendous, but other than that, they're all pretty damn good.
0: That's the thing, it's like, I, I really... I really do think it is a binary of like, oh, God, no. Mm-hmm. Or, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I get, there's really no gray area. I'm going to say seven because chances are
1: she's got a spooky aesthetic. Yeah, it's true. And you yeah. also like edgy alt girls. And I doubt I you'd do. be upset if they were cosplaying. <laughs> no, this is Elena. I gag on my toothbrush. So don't get excited. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? That's it. I fucking love it. That's. I think that's a ten for me. It's it's pretty funny. Viola, don't swipe right if you want threesome because I'm bi, not an animal. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> it's a weird flex, but all right. I don't like that because it's imply it's kink shaming. It's like yeah, weird it's a thing If like, you want
1: a threesome, you're an animal.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I get it because I'm sure when
1: people see bisexual, they're like, hey. Yes,
0: Um, so I understand the animosity, but I also don't think it's fair to to throw people in in sexual boxes like that. So that's a three for me.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it a four because it's a weird energy, but it also just gives absolutely nothing about them, apart from that they're bi. And it's like, if that's your whole identity, you're not doing great. And lastly, we have Maz. Read my bio, angry face, like steam coming out the nostrils face. English, yeah. French. I like the lavish lifestyle. Shoe emoji. Talk money to me. Money emoji. Modeling. Red dress emoji. I can share my Instagram and Snap to certain people only. Stop asking if I real. I know I'm a bad bitch. Kiss face. Buy me food. Monkey face. Heart face. Heart eyes.
0: So she's like, read my profile. I offer nothing that <laughs> other than I'm shallow. <laughs> read my profile give me money yeah that's a hard one for me this is energy i don't want to deal with
1: yeah i i hate it however i can share my instagram and snap to certain people only (laughs) who are these certain people what is this old ancient curse she's under is she like uh, a business person who can only talk to people through business means
0: yeah it's it's a weird phrasing of saying i can only Mm -hmm. like if she said i will only yeah, then it's like okay. I assume it's people you find attractive and/or are throwing money at you. Mm-hmm. No, but she's under a saying that I can means that like there is a metric, mm-hmm.
1: and and you have to meet it. I think that's it, right? I think she's been she's take been taken over by some kind of like impulse, right? So maybe she's possessed. Maybe she ran afoul of a genie. I don't know. But the read my bio, angry face, and then that. I think those are the clues. Yeah, and everything just else because, is like. like her Instagram is just pictures of like how to break the curse, (laughs) but you only get half of it on the Instagram and you need to find one of the other certain people who gets her Snapchat to find the other half. And then that person's your soulmate. Yep. And then you free her, you find your soulmate. Everything's great.
0: Okay. Let's end this boy. (laughs) Um, Thank you very much for listening. Uh, The world is looking a little bit better.
1: I think not for us. I don't know. We just got, 1,500 fucking cases.
0: I know. I'm trying to find something, man. Like, we're we're almost out of 2020. It's almost my birthday. That's something. Uh, if you want to shoot us a message and, and get a question answered on our podcast, you can uh, send us a message on Facebook at FCK Buddies Podcast, or you can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore Buddies. We've going to get a lot of Twitter action lately. Oh,
1: we literally just got some Twitter action. So we're gonna to have to do something right before the the uh bad sex ride.
0: Okay. Um you can also hit us up on uh Gmail or email. You can send us an email at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up online. We have a contact form, you can fill it, choose your own agent name and everything, and that is
1: uh fbuddiespodcast.com or plenty of beef dot ca. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song paper stars. And so we just got tagged in something on Twitter. And it's the messages. Also, man, why are you liking my damn dating profile matching and then not responding to my messages? And then we're tagged and it says, fuck buddies. Can we come up with a name for this? It isn't ghosting because you have to actually make contact before you ghost.
0: Uh, I don't think this is a men specific thing. I think I would argue that it's probably happens far more frequently
1: to men. Well, I think that's probably why it's an issue here because it's weirder when men do it. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Can we think on this and come back next week? Okay. We did get one suggested by somebody right underneath it. And I was okay. going to see what you said and then put that forward and see which one won.
0: Okay. Because if we um, just say
1: what they said, we're not going to be very creative at all, are we? Right. Um, what about dying? Because you can't speak if you're dead. <laughs> right. It's a little bit more dramatic than ghosting. I mean, yeah, it's like,
0: you know, this guy matched me and then died. <laughs>
1: Or poking, because it's almost like, you know, those really juvenile Facebook pokes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, I don't know, like it's, it's almost like the online. Um, I do kind of like dying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, the person who I don't know, I don't know who they are. I feel like these the people in the chat are all librarians. And I love that we have just these this little cohort of librarians who are buds. It's great. Uh, they say clams are clamming. Ooh, I like clamming. Right, is climbing damn good. That's why it, it pissed me off on I reddit, it, because I was like, well, she got there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's got to be clamming. You ready for some some sexy right rights?
1: Oh, this is from Dune. He will succeed or he will not, Nyla thought. Whatever happens, it is God's will. She could feel her heart hammering, though. His venture was like sex, she thought. It was not passively erotic, but akin to a rare magic the way it seized her. She had to keep reminding herself that he was not for her. He is for Siona. If he survives and if he failed, then Siona would try. She would succeed or she would not. Naya wondered, though, if she might experience an orgasm should he reach the top. He was close to it now. And this is about a a man climbing a mountain. Mm -hmm. It was only when she saw the rope come snaking down again that she had her orgasm. So she came watching this guy climb a mountain? Yep. As happens, obviously. Now, is it a metaphor? uh i'm pretty sure it's not at all i think it's like a contest like the most manly person could climb this mountain and like you know they'll get the title of whatever i can't remember i haven't read this book in like 20 years um is this the book with spice it is it's a
0: spice book right yeah
1: all right i just assume it's a spicy mountain what could be spicier than coming when you see someone climb a mountain
0: hell yeah um thank you very much for listening my name is dame miller i'm now spain we've been your fuck buddies go build a house